we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread, but he that followeth after vain persons shall have what? Poverty enough. What is this scripture saying? A faithful father does what? He works on himself. He may not be perfect. He may be a fixer-upper. You may have married a dude that's just need, he need a little work. You married him while he was in the garage and his transmission was out. The transmission of his heart was laying on the ground. Screws, nuts, and bolts. And he needed a little help. Good man, he just, somebody, he just needs to be put back together. Right? He needs a little work. Amen. But that's okay because a faithful father will work on himself. He'll work on himself until he gets it right. Amen. That's why we teach women in here to be uh, 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 discreet and not blast your man's business because his business today may not be his business tomorrow if he's working on himself. But once you let the cat out the bag, you've labeled him. He doesn't make his life about his own achievements or what? Accomplishments. But he lends his life to his family and makes sure they are what? Secure. I preach this all the time. You know, we got a lot of ex-athletes and folks, ex-actors and ex-performers and musicians, folks that then stood on great stages and entertained great folks in the world. Well, when you come in here, we all equal. Brother, you can't pull from knowing something because you knew Snoop Dogg and you used to scratch his records behind him. That means nothing in here. We all the same because our achievements and our accomplishments don't mean anything if we aren't achieving in our homes. Amen. Your worldly success, your worldly accolades, who you used to be, you carrying around pictures and newspaper clippings to show folks what you used to do. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What are you doing now? Amen. Why your wife don't want to sit with you? I don't want to hear about you and Tony Dorsett. Nobody in here know him. <laughs> Name it just old. I mean, all athletes. Yeah, man. Nobody cares in here. And in your home, nobody cares. And that's what messes so many athletes and performers and singers. And that's what messes them up because they get so used to people praising them. And thinking they're the bomb, and then they get home, and she like, well, I clean your dirty drawers. I ain't thinking about your singing. Your voice means nothing in here. You like this song? Yeah, it's all right. What we go eat? That's what I want to do. I just got off the phone with Quincy Jones. What did he tell you? A good eating place. Because it's time to eat, and the little boy over here is hungry. Oh, I'm going to play in the three-on-three the, the, the three three league. Uh, they saw an ice cube call me. Really? Well, we need some ice cubes in this refrigerator because the electricity off and it's all melted. It's water now. Nobody care. Could have, should have, would have been. Your accomplishments don't mean nothing. You, tra- you, 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 you traded those in for a family. Now God is now you're on God's clock. Let's see your accomplishment and your achievement for your family. 
Proverbs 13 and 22. I know I'm preaching. He lends his life to his family and makes sure they are secure. Proverbs 13 and 22. Good man leaves an inheritance not just to his children, but to what? His grandchildren ought to be able to get something from him. Grandchildren. You know, the children ain't nothing but an experiment anyway. Oh, but by the time you get to the grandchildren, you know what you're doing. Yeah, but you're supposed to leave an inheritance and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. He doesn't base his life on the lives of vain people. Uh-oh. Yeah, you're not comparing yourself to vain people. He remains faithful to what is right and is faithful to call out what? Wrong. Even if he himself is what? Person that's scared to call out wrong on somebody worries me. You that big a fan of somebody that you can't call out the wrong? Then I'm pretty sure there's some wrong about you you missing. Amen. Man, I ain't, I ain't in love with nobody like that. Well, I can't call out wrong. Wrong is wrong. Oopsie. Yeah, but you know what I, what did I say in, in the first, the truth behind hip-hop? One, a fan is a what? A, a true follower, a, a fan. I mean, they get mad when you talk about who they a fan of. I mean, mad, like upset, like mad, ready to fight. Remember that in school? You be talking about a rapper or something, and they do, what, man, don't you say that about Drake? Drake? From Degrassi? <laughs> but don't you be talking about it? Oh, now it was mostly sports players, though. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whack. What? Man, what? What? <laughs> Do you know him? No, he's a Muslim, right? <laughs> I mean, folks, Muhammad Ali was the one, man. You would get in a Muhammad Ali-style fight if you talked about Muhammad Ali. I mean, they beat you on the locker, just, just on the locker. You just, oh, man, George Ford all over again. Because you said something about Muhammad Ali. Well, these are people that are living vicariously through other people because that's what they want to be. They're coveting the ability of someone so that they can carry those accolades and achievements. This is the truth. Yeah. Man, your blood shouldn't be boiling over somebody you don't know. Forget them. They gave me nothing. And even if they gave me something, wrong is wrong. I've had dudes call me like, brother, I can't believe you would have done this and, and, and this and that. And man, after all, I, I was like, brother, wrong is wrong. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for being there. But brother, you're wrong right now. And I'm going to tell you, you're wrong. He doesn't base his life on the lives of vain people. And that's what they did. You went after something somebody vain had. You basing your life on somebody's vanity. You following after someone's vanity. But a, a faithful father does not base his life on, on, on the on, uh, base his life on the lives of vain people. He remains faithful to what is right, and he will call out wrong no matter what it is. I remember when I was getting ready to do era, man, and I had to put the picture of Kurt with the lipstick on. And that was hard for me. It's hard because I hadn't put him in, if you know, I hadn't put him in any of the truth behind hip-hops before that. 
And I talked to my wife about it. I just, that was hard for me because, I mean, I, me and this dude, we, I mean, we was, I mean, we were cool. But right is right. Dude, you wearing lipstick. I got to call it out. <laughs> I can preach. I can say, I, if, if you do it in public, I can address it. So I put the lipstick on there, man. I, but, I, hey, I had to call out wrong. Dude, lipstick is wrong. And if you too big of a fan, oh, well, 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 I mean, it might have been the way the light was shining and the way he puckered and then the light hit it and then the, 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 the other. Brother, that was lipstick. His lips was pink, just like Superfly. His lips is pink. He wearing lipstick. Just like LeBron carrying the purse. But all his fans now see now that's called a, a lounging bag. It's a lounge bag. See, y'all got it all wrong. Y'all got why you defend who cares? Why do you care so much? But why do you care? Can you just can we just call it what it is? Does, it, does that take away from his skill set? No, he's a monster on the court. But I can say that that was a purse and he picked it up like this. And you see what God did? God broke that hand. Like, you won't clutch it. You won't clutch it after game four. <laughs> but seriously, though, I, and I talk to guys all the time like that. When you get that in you, when that's in you, that means there's something in it. That means you are covered in a vain person. You're covered in vanity. So there's something you're trying to live through them. Because that mean, he means too much to you. His ability means too much. Luke 7 and thir- uh, 17 and 3. Pay attention to yourselves. And if your brother sin, do what? Rebuke him. If he repents, you forgive him. But if he sins, you do what? If who sins? A close person. Your brother. So that means you don't excuse it and not say nothing just because he's your brother. Can I keep preaching in here? The worst kind of poverty that a man can have is when he's morally poor. These are men that chase after the accolades and prosperity of those that do not follow God's way. That's a morally poor person that will compromise integrity to get something. You're morally poor. I can't be around you, bro. You want to be famous too bad. All of them that I grew up with, that's all they talked about. I didn't want to get out there. I want to be famous. I just want to be. And I never had that in me. And probably, I don't know if my mama just told me that I was special. I was a favorite child, so maybe that was it, Tanya. I don't know. But it's just something, I mean, I just, you know, so when I would hear them, they want fame, they want this, they want that. I would always look at the path to that and see that if that's a path to destruction, then what will I gain? Like, if I gain fame and money, but I lose integrity and morality, what have I gained? Like, can I go before God and he even like me? If I sold him out for some worldly success, like, it's not even real. It's like in the minds of people. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's... In the mind of those that are watching, like there, it's not even real. Like I can't, it's not tangible. I can't feel it. 
Everyone I know that reaches that level of fame, they have to use drugs, sex, something to try to deal with it because it's, you can't get it out of people. You can get it from people, but you can't get it out of people because it's not really yours. It's their perception of you. It's not tangible. But if I'm morally correct and living for the Lord, doing it his way, then the creator of me approves of his creation. See, the Bible says you would rather please the creation rather than the creator. But the, if you're pleasing the creation, then who are you pleasing? A person that's not pleased with themselves? And I've had every opportunity. I ain't sitting up here as a novice telling you this. I had every opportunity. Every major record company. I had a stack of contracts. Could have signed any one of them. But I would always look at it and I would ask them questions. And by the time we got to the end of the conversation, dude, you want me to compromise my morality where God will hate me. You love me or you'll say you love me. That's not real either. You just love what I can do for you. So that's not real. You love the money I'm making you. But God won't love me. And he made me. And like my humanness needs his holiness. I, I mean, I, so I can't do it. Like can't. I can't compromise my integrity and my morality for some money. That's all he was looking for in the Bible. Somebody that wouldn't bow down to Baal. Somebody that wouldn't bow down and take the devil's stuff to get something. Because when you take the devil's stuff to get it, you got nothing. And you only have it till he take it. He gave it to you to wreck other lives until he's ready to wreck your life. Man, we got brothers in here that could have took deals. I've met with several of them, had the same, I had deals. But they say, you know what? No, for the sake of my family and my integrity, I'm going to do it God's way. I'm not going to do it. And you can't, do, look at somebody and say, you can't do it either. If you're going to do it, you got to leave here. How are you going to be in here and I'm preaching integrity and you go out and compromise? And here's the thing. I tell folk all the time, if you want to compromise, you need to leave and get away from me. Not because I don't want you around me, but I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to mess it all up for you. It's going to be ruined. Just because you're around me and I'm preaching truth, the light of the gospel shining on you. Devil going to be mad at you. He's going to take it out on you because he can't do it to me. He's going to take it out on you. I didn't pass them tests, but you haven't. So he's going to take you to the deepest, darkest corner of hell and try you. So if you ain't ready to rock and roll on God's plan, Brian, what you doing in here? These are men. The worst kind of poverty to have is when you're morally poor. I mean, your cell, cell got out. These are men that chase after accolades and prosperity of those who don't, do not follow God. Revelation describes these people say, you're saying you're rich. You increase with goods. You have need of nothing. But you don't even know that you're rich, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. That's, I don't want God to see me like that because if God sees me like that, that's how I really am. Proverbs 28 and 20. A faithful man shall abound with what? Blessings. But he that maketh haste to be rich, you're going to skip over the process to get rich. The Bible said he shall not be what? Innocent. What is he saying here? That means that if you're going to get rich quick, 
and you trying to get famous quick and you trying to jump over God's process, you're going to sin. The one, when one desires to be rich, then that desire is in fact the desire to be better than others. Nobody says I want to be rich not thinking of others. You're thinking of other people that you can stick it to. <laughs> Man, I'm preaching at this place. Yeah, don't, don't even try to separate the two. No, that's not why I want to be rich so I can further the kingdom and, and I can, I can. <laughs> no, bro. You need to take another look at that mirror. There's somebody you thought about when you prayed that prayer to be rich. I'll show them. <laughs> yeah. So you can give that, I used to call it the Eddie Long testimony. They said that I wouldn't. They said I couldn't. They said that I won't, but look at me now. What kind of man of God says, look at me now? Look at who now? You now? And so it's about you. Well, that's what being rich. If you, if you want to be rich, well, not rich, just wealthy. You know, just have enough to just kind of floss just a little bit. Floss, holy floss. Can you floss for God and the kingdom? And this is the dumb spin they put on it back in the 90s. I'm showing the stuff off to show folks what God will do. I'm flossing so that people can see that men of God can really floss. Flossing for righteousness sake. 1 Corinthians 4 and 7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didn't receive? Now if thou didst receive it, are you trying to flows if you received it? So basically he's saying, how are you different from anyone else? And you received something. You didn't make it. You received it. He says, so now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory? As if thou hast not received it. I mean, you ain't nothing. You received it. Somebody else can receive it. What makes you better than somebody that doesn't have it just because you have it? God is saying, you didn't make it. You know, God always sticks his chest out. I made it. Like, I'm the end of all arguments. Y'all can argue about who got the most all you want, but I made it. Solomon, the richest man that ever lived, nobody would ever be richer. But God made all that riches. All that gold they was harvesting, guess who made that? Man, he, he's like, so what y'all bickering over? How is it special if I made it all? A faithful man loves the prosperity of the believers and how they came to their own. Now, this is, this is good right here. God's way is the only way that matters. And a faithful man, they don't cover the success of the wicked. So the faithful man is somewhere trying to find out how do men of God do this? Not so I can have what they have, but so I can have the peace that comes from God. How? How, how, what, how do I do this? How do I get rid of this worldliness in my heart that's making me covered wicked folks and the success of the wicked something wrong with you acts 20 and 32 and now brethren i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you a what an inheritance among all them which are sanctified when a man is faithful he will be what blessed period when he follows God's plan, his family is what? Blessed because he is teaching by example of how to achieve things 
the right way. You know, folks that's trying to achieve things the wrong way, they got messed up by somebody leading them wrong, by the wrong example. That's why fatherlessness and that kind of stuff is so dangerous now, especially because when a son grows up and he don't have a father, he got to pick somebody to model himself after. And they could be morally pure, uh, morally uh, poor. And they grow up desiring to be that person and ignoring their morality. Proverbs 27, the just man walketh in his integrity. And when he walks in his integrity, his children are what? Blessed after Proverbs 28 and 21. To have respect of persons is not good. For for a piece of bread, that man will do what? Yeah, see, that's, that, that's why folk that, you know, always uplifting the wicked and won't make wrong wrong and won't call it out and all that stuff, they worry me. They worry me because I know one day they're going to sell me out. I need, I need to be around folks that even if they're wrong, they can say, you know what? You got me. I am wrong. I was wrong. Okay, what are we going to do about it? That's what I need to be. I don't like to be like, no, you do stuff. You do stuff. What? What? You do stuff. You must don't have kids. I'd love for your child to go and draw on your wall in the living room. You coming up with a belt. Boy, I'm going to beat you for that. You do stuff. Yeah, your son just say, you know, Dad, this is really a double standard. Because there are things you've done and nobody took a belt to you. Yeah, but that's how folks do. They do that. And that that, that drives me crazy. You can't pass the folks like that. You can't. You go to them and approach and say, brother, you know, you was wrong right here. I mean, I mean, but I mean, like, like you don't do nothing. Brother, we ain't talking about me. So you think I'm agree with everything? I mean, I don't have to agree. We, We don't have to agree on everything. Why are we even bringing that up? What? What? Me and my wife don't go around talking about what we don't agree on. Even if we don't agree, we ain't going around talking about it. Now, you know we don't agree on everything. Can I highlight the fact that we're walking together in agreement? If we're in agreement. Some things don't need to be said if we're in agreement. They only said if we're not in agreement. To have respect to persons is not good. For for a piece of bread, they're going to do what? Man, if they favoring folks and, shun, you know, looking past folks and, oh, man, I be rocking that. You hear that new Beyonce and Jay-Z? Why Beyonce and Jay-Z come out with a song? I mean, any time to stop? It's about time. Time to stop showing your tail. Your tail is old now. Old tail don't sell. It's time to put that up. Put it up, girl. Put it up. It's time. It's time. I mean, yesterday, dropped it yesterday, looking like grandparents on the, on the album cover. I'm like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's time to stop. Oh, but Christians, right? I mean, now, wait a minute now, see, her stuff is good. But see, some of them gospel folks you listen to, some of them gay, so you don't, I mean, I mean you trying to make a difference? Really, is that what we're getting ready to do? We're going to do that? Are you going to work that hard to justify somebody that you don't know? I don't have that kind of energy. Take them all. Take the gospel. Take them all. You can have them all. Go. Take them all. I, I, don't, I don't need it. I don't know them. It doesn't affect me like that. I'm not sitting up. What? Then call you later. Man, I'm just feeling some kind of way, man. About what? That conversation we had about Beyonce, man. I mean, you. it's like you just wouldn't. wouldn't Beyonce? Does she know we're talking about her? 
So you can't have respect to persons. That's not good, man. You got to be able to call it out no matter who it is. And if it's you, you got to call it out. I was just wrong. My bad. They came up with a clever little saying for you so it don't even feel as my bad. <laughs> but for a piece of bread, I mean, they will sell you out in a heartbeat. So you can't be around folks like that. Amen. A father that has respect to persons or uplifts the unrighteous because of their worldly status gives credence to the wicked. Whose side are you on? Bro, are you on God's side or are you on the wicked side? Proverbs 12 and 8 says, the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. So if we exalt vile men, it gives people the right to be vile. They feel comfortable in it. That's why we got to call it out, no matter who it is. Hey, man, now I ain't talking about going on your job and calling your boss out. That's foolishness. But I'm talking about when it's necessary. You can't turn a blind eye to someone's behavior just because they're entertaining you. I went and saw The Incredibles and it was, you know, I mean, it was a decent movie, but I couldn't close my eye to the fact that this dude was the biggest stay-home dad I've ever seen. He's huge. He by 800 pounds of stay-homeness. It was hard for me to deal with that. And I couldn't turn it off. Like, I couldn't forget about that aspect of it. And everything is tainted in some kind of way. And you got to be able to spot it. You don't want to be deceived because you in love with who did it. Amen. When a man covets the possessions or abilities of others, they lack integrity. They will compromise for what they covet. Ooh. This is why covering, coveting is a sin. When you lift up people because of what they have, you secretly desire to have those things. That's why you lifting them up. You lifting them up because you want to be like them. Yeah. You lifting up Beyonce because you want to look like her. That ship sailed years ago. I look more like her than you do. <laughs> Give it up. Give it up. Start me a YouTube channel so I can track my transformation. Oh, you got a lot of megabytes. Because it's going to be a whole lot of uploading going on. <laughs> It's ridiculous. But you secretly want what she has. You secretly want. That's why she has fans. Her fans secretly desire that. That's what a fan does. So I'm not, fan, I'm not a fan of men. Never been. My kids, they can't, Landon King sit in and tell you anybody his daddy is a fan of. I know I'm preaching in here. No, I'm not a fan of men. Now, I respect those that, 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 that deserve it, but, bro, I'm not, no. Because I don't want what they have. So you don't need me lifting them up. You only lift people up when you want what they have. Man, I'm preaching in here. That's okay. You can, when you lift up people because of what they have, you secretly desire to have those things. Romans 1 and 32. Who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, some folks not only doing the same, but they, all they're doing is having pleasure in them that do it. You're having pleasure in those that do it. Meaning you lifting up people that's doing stuff that's anti-God and becoming a fan of them. When a man puts himself in this position, he will sin in order to achieve what he covets. Y'all hear that? 
Yeah, so to get them accolades from folks, he will sin. He will sin. This is why he should mark the steps of godly men, so that we will desire to do right instead of what? Coveting. When you covet and try to be like a worldly folk, somebody, you're going to sin. Because that's the price. That's the price of fame. The pri- if you ever wonder what the price of fame was, it's sin. That's what fame cost. Sin. Summary! A faithful father puts his family what? <laughs> faithful father puts his family first. You know, we had these desires rise up and you know, we went out on the basketball court and played a pickup game and beat somebody. You get home, your wife looking at you, ain't got that look in your eyes. She's like, oh, you ain't finna pull the basketball back out, are you? But I'm just got this, you know, man, I mean, I'm better than I thought I was. Because, like, where I left off, I'm still right there. Where, I mean, I, I'm right there. You should have seen me. <laughs> You know, and then that's when you need to call me. But I remind you, you go play some football, throw up, t- you playing throw up tackle. And just, ah, 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 man, I got it back. It's all back. And just call me and I'm going to remind you, brother, no, it's not back. It's not. It's not coming back either. God got something else for you. He's got something. He's somewhere. Else. You got kids now. So if you start talking about all that woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda, shoulda, guess what they're going to grow up under? discontentment guess what your wife gonna think she's gonna think that she's not pleasing to you that what you miss doing was more pleasing to you than than her like she can't ever satisfy you because she can't fill the void of what you couldn't do i'm preaching to the heroes today yeah man give it up Amen. I know I'm preaching it here, boy. Somebody know what to hear this message. They still somebody going to a tryout for a team this week, and they get hurt and can't go work your real job. That's the thing that get me. Come limping, it. brother. Where you been? Man, you know I had this at that game. And, uh, man, you gotta go to work, dude. A faithful father puts his family first. His ability to provide, protect, and spiritually lead them is his what. It's his priority. He understands that he cannot cut corners, bend rules, or compromise in order to do this because God's expectation for him is that he does things what? That's God's expectation. You do it his way. Some men, because of their fatherlessness or lack of good male authority, pattern themselves after the wrong people, and this takes them completely away from God's plan for them. They see what others have done, and they covet it. They live their lives based on the accomplishments and achievements they see in others. Instead of focusing on the righteousness or right alignment or what God has for you, righteousness of God, they follow after unrighteous men. And desire riches, accolade, and the applause of men. Their role models are godless and sinister. But because of their worldly success, they become idols and role models to these types of men. Without proper male upbringing, it's easy to pattern oneself after the wrong people. As time progresses, it becomes even harder to turn away from these patterns in later stages of life. But a faithful father will do whatever is necessary to remove these things that are hindrances to him and his family. 
No matter how painful it may be, a faithful man is faithful to God and will do what? He's going to do his will regardless. Isn't that a great testimony for your wife to know that at the end of the day, my husband is going to do what God says. He's going to, at the end of the day, he's going to do it. Now, during the day, he might be acting a fool. <laughs> but at the end of the said day, he's going to do what God wants. When a man forsakes the prosperity of the wicked and seeks the righteousness of God, he will be blessed and highly exalted. Where? The only place it matters. In his home. But when men cannot shun evildoers and wicked influences, they will be poor, both emotionally and morally. This is David's psalm when David kept his eyes, kept looking at the wicked and saw the wicked's prosperity. And just he would start coveting it. And he started wondering why, Lord, I mean, how long are you going to let them just, just, just do it? Lord, I mean, they all prosper and everything. And God was like, man, what are you looking at? And David had to get a hold of himself. And this is the prayer he, he prayed after he realized that he was coveting wicked men and the prosperity of the wicked. He said 73 and 21, thus my heart was grieved and I was pricked in my reins when I came to myself. So foolish was I and ignorant. He said, I was as a beast before thee, God. Nevertheless, I am continually what? Nevertheless, Lord, I may have acted a fool for that moment, but nevertheless, I'm with you. Thou that holdest me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon the earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee are going to what? They're going to perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go a-whoring from thee. But it is good for me to do what? Draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may, at the end of this, declare what? He said... He said, I put my trust in you so that when you do what you're going to do, I can declare. I can declare that word. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.